What's up, everybody? My name is Lexi. Thank you so much for joining me for the hot take. Today's hot take, we are talking about Doja Cat. Doja Cat, Doja Cat, Doja Cat. Now, little disclaimer, I actually really like Doja Cat. I really like her music. And of all the newer artists that have come out, especially in the past 10 years, in my opinion, Doja Cat was on a trajectory is that the right word she was on a trajectory to be a traditional superstar as i remember it as i grew up with um and i could really just see her artistry and her brand taking off but then something happened i'm not sure what happened with doja and she's just like she let us know she does not love the music she doesn't even really like her fans she doesn't like this. She's basically being worked like a slave and um, she hates it. It sucks right now for her. And I'm sorry that she's going through that. She's shaved her head. She's lost a lot of weight. She looks great. Um, I actually really like the new haircut that she has with like the short blonde hair. It's very Eve, if you ask me. It's very Eve. But what I wanna talk about with Doja Cat is how mean she's been to her fans. And I got this tweet, I got this exclamation from X, formerly known as Twitter. It's just Twitter, y'all. Elon Musk need to go ahead and fix this. But this is from at Pop Base. It says, in an interview with NBC News, Doja Cat fan pages, Doja News and The Kittens Room explain why they initially deactivated. And they said, deactivating our accounts was really us letting it be known that the support can stop for her any time. We do so much campaigning and promotion for her that isn't worth it if her comments are how she really feels. And what were some of the things that Doja Cat was saying about fans? Um, is there anything? Can I find any tweets? She was just, you know, basically calling her fans dumb for calling themselves the kittens. And I, I thought it was a cute play on, you know, she's Doja Cat and her fan base are the kittens. I think that's cute. And I don't, I don't think she had to come up with that. I think people just naturally came up with that, which is what every artist wants. <laughs> you want an active and engaged fan base. And so for me, I'm really disappointed like, I understand where Doja Cat's coming from, but I'm also disappointed because we can't be mean to our fans. These are the people that we owe our success to, and they're the ones who give us the motion, and they're the ones, especially if they're paying to see you on tour. And from what I've seen, the clips, like, I haven't been to a Doja Cat concert yet. I think I would still be interested in going to one. But from what I've seen, she's a great performer, and she packs out shows and people love her performances and she can do a world tour, right? Or at least an America's tour. Most people can't even just do an America tour. She's for sure can do North and South America and probably across the pond over in the UK as well. But she said, Doja Cat said, my fans don't name themselves ish. If you call yourself a kitten or effing kittens, that means you need to get off your phone and get a job and help your parents with the house. Um, oof. what else did she say? Doja Cat responds to someone asking her to say that she loves her fans 
And she says, I don't though, cause I don't even know y'all. So part of me is like, I understand where Doja Cat is coming from, but also this goes back to what I said before about how labels aren't, they're not doing a great job of artist development and just really leaving it up to throwing artists to the wolves of social media. I feel like if Doja Cat had more media training, lashing out at her fans in this way would not be something that she would be doing. And even if she did not appreciate her fans, don't say it publicly. Don't show how annoyed you are with your fans publicly. And if someone is asking if you love your fans, they're not saying like, do you know them personally and do you love them as people? It's just, do you love your fans for supporting you? And I think social media is gonna get a lot of us in trouble. I know I've gotten in trouble off of social media for you know, posting things subliminally about something, whatever I was going through in my life. Social media is really gonna get us in trouble. Like you don't have to take it literally, I love my fans. Social media is gonna get y'all canceled because a lot of artists are talking too much and the veil has been pierced. You remember, I'm gonna compare her to Beyonce because I went to the Renaissance. I'm gonna do a recap on that soon. I went to the Renaissance World Tour and if we just took a page out of Beyonce's artist book, she does not respond to the media. She does not have anything bad to say about anybody. She does her work. She's very much involved in her craft. She sings, she writes, she performs. She puts on great shows. She don't do interviews. She puts out her own documentaries and she's at a level where she can do that. But the main takeaway that we can learn from Beyonce is the art of mystery being able to maintain a cloud of mystery around you. And because people don't know much about you, it makes them more interested in who you are and what you do. And honestly, that's how you get the fanatics from being mysterious, from not revealing everything. When people can't get something, for some reason we want it more. How annoying is that for human nature? But what Beyonce shows us is that traditional superstar where the only time you found out about an artist was when they did an interview or when they were performing, if they said something on stage or, you know, like if they did an interview, if they did a magazine um, article, you know what I mean? If articles were written about them, that was the only way you would find out what an artist thought. And those were curated because they were trained on how to speak to the media and how to answer whatever questions the media might throw at them, how to be careful about the media trying to bait them into saying something bad about some other artists, their other peers in their industry. Um, and I really miss, I really miss that type of, that era of artistry when the media training was on point and people, artists had pride about how they were viewed in the public light because literally the whole point of getting to that level is because you're being validated, you're being recognized on a national, international, mainstream, major level. And anyone who's pursuing this path of being an artist, we have to understand this is what comes with the territory. If you say you want to be an artist as successful as a Doja Cat, as successful as a Beyonce, as a Rihanna, Rihanna, sorry, I said her name wrong. 
If you say you want to be an artist as big as these people, don't you think that you need to learn how to speak to and appreciate the people who are getting you in those positions, who are maintaining you in that major mainstream position? You may have been got you may have gotten there through a viral hit. You may have gotten there through a label, but what's going to sustain your career is if pe if you are in constant demand. If you are in constant demand, that's what's going to keep your career alive and well. Beyoncé has been out since the 90s. She's been in the industry over 25 years and she has a loyal fan base and she can charge what she charges to these these concerts because she's put in the work and people love Beyonce and she treats her fans with respect. Even if she don't like us, we don't know that because that's not what she shows us. <laughs> Even if she don't like us, she doesn't show us that she doesn't like us. There's a level of respect and understanding that she has about her fans and her supporters. Without us, she would not reach that record of the most, the highest grossing uh, box score for ticket sales on a concert within a month for July, 2023. I contributed to that. I went in August, obviously, but I bought tickets to the Renaissance World Tour. Well worth the money, well worth the money, okay? But um, when it comes to Doja Cat, my hot take on this one is be nicer to your fans or stop or stop talking about your fans online. People want to genuinely support you. And it's the same issue I had with Summer Walker at one at one point. She finally chilled out. Just talking crazy to your fans, the people who support you, the people who spend money to come see you, they spend money buying your music, they spend their time giving you watch hours on YouTube so you can get those YouTube partner program dollars. They buy your merchandise, they care about your life, they care about what's going on. For an artist like me who hasn't reached that mainstream level yet, that's what I'm striving for. And I know that the job is frustrating as hell, but I understand that that's what comes with the territory. You're not living a normal life after you make it to a certain point. And if, if you say you want to have that level of success, then you understand that there are certain risks involved and there are certain things that you sacrifice in the process. One of those things being your privacy, maybe your peace of mind, you know? For someone like me who my goal is to get to that level, seeing artists who have what I want treating their fans badly, it makes me feel away and it makes me feel like, dang, this is what gets signed. But that's my hot take on the matter. Let me know what you think in the comment section down below if you're watching on YouTube. If you're listening on a podcasting platform, then let me know what you think by leaving a review for the episode. This is my hot take on Doja Cat. My name is Lexi. Until next time, peace.